I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the great duel between Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. So grab your dueling pistols. And let's get civical. Everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Walentowski, and we're melting. We're melting. We are melting. Ever seen Wizard of Oz? We're That's melting. Us. We're I'm melting. melting. 
Dang. What a great, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but what a great way to kill a villain. Oh like when you God. think about it, mm-hmm. it's so silly, right? Like you throw water on her, spoiler alert, and she melts. Like ah. it's so dumb, but it yeah. works. Oh, but we perfectly. all bought it. Nope. We bought nobody it. We continue it to buy it. No. Yeah. No, but nobody was like, oh, you can't kill somebody that way. Everybody was like, of course. Of course. Of course There's you only can. one way mm-hmm. to kill someone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's by throwing water on them. Very good. Very good. Very good. Yes. So we are also melting. Mm-hmm. We are the wicked witches of the north, south, east, and west. Mm-hmm. Up and down, left and right. It's very hot in the city. We are in mid almost July. It's awful. It's so no hot. good. So hot. So we are just going to do our best because neither of us have our ACs on because they're loud. Mm -hmm. They're loud. And so we're suffering for you, fair listeners. We're suffering for you. you. Literally for you. And yes, that's a guilt trip because you know what? And I hope you feel bad. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So that's for you. Um, Yes, this is a guilt trip. And I hope you feel bad. But also we love you so much. (laughs) And we're so glad you're here. Today, we're just doing something just for us. We don't feel mm-hmm. great. It's hot. And we Arden sent this over to me, and, and I literally went, absolutely. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a lot of our favorite things, right? It's high, high yes. drama. Yes. It's emotional, emotional men. It's yes. Aaron Burr, who we've talked about many times over yes. the course of these episodes. We've never yes. done one on just him, but like he's popped up a lot. He's popped doing up a lot. Crazy stuff. Yes. Where it's like, Aaron, just relax. You don't have to be involved in everything. Like, just yeah. sit down. Mm-hmm. And then Alexander Hamilton, of course, a very emotional guy, writes a lot. Drama. R- yeah high drama Mm -hmm. and these two men when they face off the fact that there wasn't like like a west side story ballet dance off to go along with this duel is surprising Surprising. they are two theater kids who just happen to have guns yes i mean that's how i can like deduce them down it is no surprise that this happened in the summer because also they're wearing full-on coats. It's not like they were wearing shorts and, you know, Havanas. This was, no. they were wearing long coats and long pants and wigs. They're already hot. It's already sweltering. They have no teeth. They're always w- drunk because they were drinking alcohol instead of water. I mean, yeah. the fact that this did not happen more often is beyond me. So, of yeah. course, of course... Of course this duel happened, and of course it ended the way it did, because this was always a bad decision. Always. And of course it happened in the summer. Like, yeah, this was inevitable. And Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go out and walk six paces, turn uh-huh. around, and shoot, <laughs> because it's Bang. awful. It's awful outside, Awful y'all. outside. Yeah. So obviously we are talking about the great duel between Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Mm-hmm. If you've seen uh, the musical Hamilton, this gets addressed. Yes, um, it's a great it's very song. famous. It's a this great song. This is one of my favorite songs in the show, I yeah. have to say. It's a great song. And it's just, I mean, because it's a really compelling 
story and very tragic. Like when you kind of take mm-hmm, away the is. like, this is so silly of it. It's really right. tragic that like, this is how Alexander Hamilton, spoiler, had to go because right. like they couldn't get over their immature. It, it's like such an immature thing. Right. So what and a waste. Such a waste. But then also when you like learn about the backstory and how it, how you, how it got here, like Alexander Alexander Hamilton, drama queen that he was, like, yeah, really like egged on Aaron Burr and like was a shithead to him. Sure. And so then, you know, of the time you see where you know, Aaron is coming from, you see where Aaron's <laughs> coming from, and you're like, all right, dude, I don't, you like, I get it. Like yeah. the, the way you solve the problem in your time is to like challenge him to a duel. Yeah. I don't agree with that, but, like, you are a, a dude of your time. And so, yeah. you know, but I'm also, you know, like, Alexander Hamilton was, like, a real shitbox to Aaron Burr. And yeah. not th- not that that means he deserved it, but, like, I don't know, man. It wasn't like what Alexander did you Hamilton was, interest- was innocent in all of this, but he did not yeah. obviously deserve to die. Um, it reminds me of a story... Um, so when Kyle and I, this is relevant, I promise when Kyle and I first got our car, we got a used Ford Fiesta two or three years ago. We were so excited and we've got, we brought it, we weren't living together at the time. So we parked it in my neighbor, my old neighborhood. And the second day I came out and I was going to go drive the car somewhere and somebody had keyed the side of our car on the driver's side. I remember And this. I was just so deflated. I was like, somebody keyed our car. And so Kyle came over. I called my parents. They were like, what? How did this happen? Blah, blah, blah. And then we call Kyle's mom. And, you know, she has lived in Brooklyn her whole life. She literally, without missing a beat, he was like, hey, mom, somebody keyed our car. She just went, well, what do you expect? It's a new car. Of course it's going to get keyed. Ah, and that's... Ah. <laughs> And to this day, it's the funniest thing. Because the moment she said that, she was like, I guess you're right, man. Like, we're just living in Brooklyn. Of course our new car is going to get keyed. And so I feel the same way about this, where it's like, what do you expect, Alex? Of course he's going to shoot you. You've right, been like, such a jerk. You've been such a jerk. Like, <laughs> of course Alexander Hamilton is like, all right, like, whatever. I'll shoot up into the air. And of course Burr's like, you're a fucking dickwad. Bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, motherfucker. Yeah. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. All right. Well, let's let's get to it, shall we? Let's. I challenge you to a duel, Arden Wolantelski. Let's do it. Let's start off by telling me what the sources are for today. Pew, pew. Let's do it. Pew, pew. All right. The first one is pbs.org. Very helpful. Very helpful. Very Love helpful that. with the learning and the notes. History.com, very helpful with the background of the gentleman. Obviously. Very great. Right up their alley. Right up their alley. Also where I got the idea, because they have a great, this happened in history today. Awesome. And then OSU, Ohio, the Ohio State University. Wow. I know. Sorry, mom. Sorry. Wow. I know. To bring... The Ohio State University to this podcast in front of me. I know. Is really something. I'm sorry, it's everybody. really something. Sorry. I know. I am from Ohio, but I feel like it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's not, that's not a great look. 
It's not a for great certain look. members of my family, and apparently for Lizzie, and I didn't even know that. I'm very sorry. Everybody. Well, it's a football thing. I know. I know. It's a football thing. Every other aspect of Ohio, <laughs> it's totally fine, mostly. Um, but uh, it's a football thing. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just like University. I'm just like why do you have to emphasize that it's the oh, Ohio it, State? I know it's so dumb. I'm like what how about the University of Phoenix? Like it, there's so many these. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not the only the. one. Party school. Great. The. Yeah. Ohio State. Yep. Anyways, that's my uh, we can get it. I know. I'm not going to get into it. We're fine. That's fine. We're fine. fine. I'm glad that they are contributing in this way. They and have, I will they read some their interesting notes. information. Yeah. No, it's great. I'm sure they do. Yeah. All right. Let's start off talking about who was Alexander Hamilton. So in case you've been not up with the musical Hamilton and you just don't really know, we're going to give you a little overview because we got to we got to understand who this guy was, who this little drama queen was, because he was a drama queen. Drama queen. So Alexander Hamilton was born on the Caribbean island of Nevis and came to the American colonies in 1773 as a poor immigrant. In 1776, he joined the Continental Army in the American Revolution, and his relentless energy, LOL, (laughs) and remarkable intelligence brought him to the attention of, you guessed it, head full of wood, General George Washington, (laughs) who took him on as an aide. (laughs) Which sounds more like Popeye, but that's knocking teeth. Clack, 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 clack. I like how George, I like how George is like, this guy got some relentless energy. Bring him over. Bring him over. He seems wild. He seems like a little Energizer bunny. He is a go get him. Ten years later, Hamilton served as a delegate to the Constitutional Convention and he led the fight to win ratification of the final document, which created the kind of strong, centralized government that he favored. He had a lot, a lot of opinions Mm -hmm. about how things should run. He really, really had a lot of ideas. If you haven't read some of the Federalist papers that he has written, oh my God. Oh my God. Very opinionated. writing and writing and writing in his diaries mm-hmm. it just all of his thoughts couldn't stop thinking about how the government should run yeah in 1789 he was appointed the first secretary of the treasury by president washington and during the next six years he crafted a sophisticated monetary policy that saved the young u.s government from collapse With the emergence of political parties, Hamilton was regarded as a leader of the Federalists, which we have talked about in the past. The Federalists. We have, we have, we have. So that's, that's Hamilton in a nutshell. So he's this guy, start off dirt poor, dirt poor, Mm -hmm. but is smart as a whip, apparently relentless. Energizer bunny. Finds himself in the right place at the right time. Yes. Catches the eye. Of OG George Washington. Mm-hmm. And from there is kind of like nurtured into these positions of yes. like putting his brain to use. And I think the biggest show of that is what he did in creating the treasury. Being like, yes, guys, I got the numbers. We're not, we're going to be fine. 
Just, right. just do as I say, and we'll be able to afford to continue to being a country. Right. So that's Queen Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Aaron Burr. Let's. Aaron, Aaron Burr was born into a prestigious New Jersey family in 1756. So already we see some differences. Mm-hmm. Aaron Burr is born in... American colony in the American colonies into money. He was also intellectually gifted. He graduated from the College of New Jersey, which later became known as Princeton. We should still call it that, the College of New Jersey. The College of New Jersey. Imagine it being so prestigious if it was like, I'm going to the College of New Jersey. Going to the College of New Jersey. (laughs) Look, I was in New Jersey last night. Oh. And it is a real interesting state to be in late at night. It's, I'll tell you that much. It, it, that is very true. It is very mm-hmm. true. So Ehrenberg graduated from the College of New Jersey, which later became Princeton, at the age of 17. He joined the Continental Army in 1775 and distinguished himself during the Patriot Attack on Quebec. He was a masterful politician and was elected to the New York State Assembly in 1784 and later served as state attorney. In 1790, he defeated Alexander Hamilton's father-in-law in a race for the U.S. Senate. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. You used to be mad love. That's this. That's them. That's Honestly, them. if I was Taylor Swift and I was doing that music video, it would literally just be like images of Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. Like that's what that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Band-aids don't fix bullet holes. Like that's a lyric. <laughs> so dumb that's so dumb there's images of oh. alexander of alexander hamilton's stomach like ah oh, this bullet with like this bullet superimposed drawn band-aids over it yeah yeah it's rough it's rough i it's gotta rough say i mean it's rough out there for a queen look i i get where the built-in rivalry was made right like yeah one guy's poor one guy's rich one guy has an education like a proper right. education one guy doesn't right. they both are rising stars right after the arm after the army after the revolutionary war and then they both go into politics and they do things differently right and to add salt to the wound you beat my father-in-law right. in a senate right. race right consider that shots fired right it's also at the time there's like you know 30 guys and they all know each yeah. other. It's not right. now where there's a million guys. Yeah. And maybe they sometimes maybe know each other. There's 30 guys. And That's so, so I mean, we it's it's been a while since we pointed out that this nation was founded on yes. John, 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 yes. and John's thoughts and, the goat. and feelings and the goat. The goat. It's the been goat. so long since we talked about we John, talked John, about John, and John and the goat. And the goat. So this nation had six Johns, a single goat, all coming up with ideas. Yes. Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr are like one of the Johns that are yeah. just around being like, that sounds good, John. Okay, John. I don't know about that, John. Right. Like, it's an echo chamber mm-hmm. of Johns coming up with the same ideas and then getting mad about when one of the other Johns has a different idea. Right. 
So let's talk about the duel, right? That's why we're all here. How did this escalate? Like, I get it. I get why they like maybe don't like each other. Right. I get why they're probably even rivals. But because right. there the are people hot, that hot. we don't like, but like I'm not gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna I go don't shoot like you. you. I'm gonna like, do you wanna go out to like the park and like maybe duel? Like it just let's takes settle too this much. like men. Right. If that's a lot of energy that I don't have. Yeah. But these two guys apparently had it. So Yeah. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna go and uh duel this duel this out, really. Mm-hmm. So Hamilton was a Federalist, as we said, and Aaron Burr was a Republican. So, okay, political rivals, political foes. Mm -hmm. The men clashed repeatedly in the political arena. The first major skirmish was in 1791 when Burr successfully captured a U.S. Senate seat from Philip Schuyler, Hamilton's powerful father-in-law, like we said. So that's, 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 that's that's a first, that's error number one. First strike. First strike. Hamilton, then Treasury Secretary, would have counted on Schuyler to support his policies. When Burr won the election, Hamilton was pissed off. Mm -hmm. He was pissed off. In 1800, Burr obtained and had published, quote, The Public Conduct and Character of John Adams, Esquire, President of the United States, end quote, which was a highly, which was a document highly critical of Adams, who was a Federalist. I have got to get You've my got hands to. I know. on so the po- yes. public conduct and character of John Adams, Esquire, President of the United could you, States. Could you imagine, like, <gasps> Alexander Hamilton is a queen among queens. Yeah. Th- and so writing about John Adams, this has got to be a drag them of all documents drag them this has got to be a must read yeah and john adams who we've said many times never got hugged as a child never got hugged like such Mm a sourpuss john quincy adams his his son worse yes the adams family is not fun no so hamilton who was the author of the article or whatever it was book newsletter about John Adams <laughs> had intended it for private circulation. Its publication proved highly embarrassing to Hamilton and helped widen rifts in the Federalist Party. So Aaron Burr <laughs> gets his hands on a copy of this like dragging you- of John Adams that Hamilton wrote. <laughs> And Hamilton was like, I didn't mean for these to get out. This was private. And now he looks really bad. (laughs) Right. He basically is like, oh, I wrote this post on Facebook, but I only meant to send it via messenger. But somebody actually posted it on their public Facebook wall. Yeah. And now everybody knows. This is a, he was like, these were private DMs. Right. (laughs) And you posted them. Aaron Burr mm-hmm. on your feed. Yeah. And my me dragging John Adams was supposed to be between me and mine, not mm-hmm. anybody else. And now you're making me look bad and you're weakening my party. Honestly, right. it's a great move on Aaron Burr's part. I'm like, you guys are so dramatic. So dramatic. He's literally so dramatic. publishing like shit talking. Right. Do you <laughs> That's what like, this is. 
if this is how, like, politicians today are so bad. Like, they're so bad at politicking. If they did this shit, Americans would pay the fuck attention. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they yeah. play games like this, ugh. But they can't do that. They don't do that right. shit. Because they don't, like, they're, like, all about, you know, it's just, it's, like, so boring. But if they play so this boring. kind of a game... Like I'm like, honey, leak the DMs. Leak the DMs. Leak them. Leak them. With something more interesting than like, let's be bad. Let's get risotto. Like, let's that's not fun. Let's be bad. That's not. <laughs> Look, risotto. <laughs> if it's bad, if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. Right. Like, but let's, let's, that, I mean, that was just funny. But like, come on. Yeah. So strike one was Aaron Burr beating... Alexander Hamilton's father-in-law at a U.S. Senate seat. That's strike number one. Strike number two was Aaron Burr basically leaking (laughs) Alexander (laughs) Hamilton's trash talking of John Adams, the president of the United (laughs) States and a Federalist. Now let's talk about the next, the next next wrong that that had been done. Mm -hmm. So that same year, When Republicans Aaron Burr and Thomas Jefferson tied in balloting for the presidency, Hamilton lobbied Congress to decide the election in Jefferson's favor. Hamilton's campaign had little effect, but in the end, Jefferson emerged the winner. So now Hamilton's striking back, right? So we've got a tie. And this is a very infamous, like almost Bush v. Gore-esque type of situation where it has to go to Congress to decide the president because they've tied. And so Hamilton's doing whatever he can to make sure it's not Burr. And like, did he have influence? Apparently not. But just the fact that he was trying so hard to prevent Aaron from becoming president. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah. That sucks. That's a, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. So the fourth thing and the thing that pushed it over the edge for Aaron Burr was the New York governor's race of 1804 pushed the two men to violence in that election. 
Burr turned his back on the Republicans and ran as an independent. Ooh, bold. I know. Burr believed that if he won, he would regain power. The prospect of Burr leading New York mortified Hamilton, who despised and mistrusted Burr completely. I really don't... I don't understand the disp- like why he despises Aaron I mean, Burr. Like, there is so I many... We're just like, talking about some of the wrongs. Like, this is, at this point, what is this, 1804? When did like, this start? For, yeah, the first, so 19, 1791 was when Burr won against the U.S., uh, his right. father-in-law. Phillip's so this yeah. is, like, 15 years of, like, not right. liking each other. and go, right. And these are just some of the things. Like, these two have been at it. And undercutting each other for over a decade. And just, now now Burr's going to potentially become right. the governor of New York yeah. and get, like, a prominent position of power, probably right. more prominent than what Alexander, Alexander Hamilton was doing. He's like, oh, for my literal dead, dead body. body. Right. And Aaron Burr was like, it's so funny you say that. <laughs> it's so funny. Hear me out. Hear me out. So funny I you just, say it. I'm actually going to do that. <laughs> It's so, like, I just, I just, it's so, like, he just, like, the word despised is so strong. I cannot think of a single person that I despise. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It is very strong. Almost, so, that, like, to the point where I'm, like, I kind of hope that these two were, like, casually meeting and, like, like constantly giving digs to one another, like, you know, pulling upside along each other, you know, at the courthouse with their horse and buggies or just their horses and like stealing each other's, you know, like horse hooks to like, you know, when they were pulling up to the courthouse, you know, like, or like, that's my bail like of hay. Mine, of slashing your tires. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, yeah. Like that kind of a thing. Like, I, like otherwise I'm kind of like, how is this going on? Like, just to, I just imagine Hamilton living and like constant, like, er, like, gar, you know? Yeah. Because. I, th- I mean, also, these are two highly emotional men in 1804. <laughs> like, like, I feel like they're, like, they're, they're not living. calibrated to no. handle, like, any type of criticism no. or challenge. Like, these guys are just emotional babies who are like, well, this is how I want to run the government. Oh, you disagree? Well, eat shit. Like, it's so dumb. (laughs) Uh, These two. So crazy. These two guys. Oh, my God. So Hamilton despises Burr, mistrusts him. Early in 1804... Hamilton tried to convince New York Federalists not to support Aaron Burr, although Hamilton's campaign was probably not the deciding factor. The Burr campaign failed. He was crushed in the general election by Morgan Lewis, the Republican candidate, who was supported by George and DeWitt Clinton, powerful New York Republicans of the time. The battle for New York had been a bruising one, but in the end, a relatively minor slight precipitated the Burr Hamilton duel. Mm. Literally so, like a straw broke the camel's back. Literally the straw broke That's the camel's back. So Burr was like, oh my God. Can oh my you God. just let me have one goddamn oh fucking God. thing? I just want to be in high office. 
I swear to God. <laughs> so in February of 1804, a New York Republican, Dr. Charles D. Cooper, attended a dinner party at which Alexander Hamilton spoke forcefully and eloquently against Burr. This I love. I want this. I want this letter. If you're gonna if you're gonna talk shit, hear me now. If you're gonna talk shit, you gotta do so forcefully and eloquently. I want you to paint a picture. I want you to really paint a picture of what's going on. And I bet Alexander Hamilton, because Alexander Hamilton, great writer. I'm telling you, read the Federalist Papers. They are very, (laughs) you can like feel his emotion. He's like, the reason why we need to have more justices on the Supreme Court is a matter of life and death. You see, do you see? Are you like, that's literally how he's writing. And you're like, okay, okay, it's okay. Okay. (laughs) You can can feel the quiver in his voice, like the quiver of his head. It's just like. Nobody ever listens to me, but I know that if we move to a gold standard, that then will thusify. Like, it's, I'm like, oh, oh. oh Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So funny. So, yeah, I can imagine he's like spewing lyrics. Oh my gosh. At, about Aaron Burr. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So he's at the dinner table spewing lyrics eloquently, forcefully, fervently about his hatred for Aaron Burr. Dr. Charles D. Cooper wrote a letter to Philip Schuyler in which he made reference to this particularly despicable opinion that Hamilton expressed about Burr. The letter was then published in a New York paper called the Albany Register. Wait a second. I love this. Like, these people have nothing to do. Nothing to do. How did, who got their hands on this letter to publish I it? Was don't it Philip? Know. I love it. Wait, this. I wonder if we can find the letter. Hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. So, this was, this is an excerpt from the letter that Dr. Cooper sent to Philip Schuyler that was published in the Albany Register. <laughs> And Aaron Burr was pissed off about, quote, I assert that General Hamilton and Judge Kent have declared in substance that they looked upon Mr. Burr to be a dangerous man and one who ought not to be trusted with the reins of government. If, sir, you attend a meeting of Federalists at the City Tavern where General Hamilton made a speech on the pending election, I might appeal to you for the truth of so much of this ascertains as relates to him, dot, dot, dot. For really, sir, I could detail to you a still more despicable opinion which General Hamilton has expressed of Mr. So he's basically, basically what Alexander Hamilton was saying was like, this guy shouldn't be in government. Right. He shouldn't be running government. And what is more offensive to Aaron Burr than somebody, especially Alexander Hamilton, telling him that he shouldn't have a high position of office because that's literally all that he wants. That's all that he wants <laughs> is to have a right. fucking position in government. Go off. 
go off. So what does Aaron Burr do? Because he is so pissed off about mm-hmm. this transaction. He challenges Alexander Hamilton to a duel. He's literally like, I heard you were talking shit about me. Let's fight. Let's fight. Let's fight. That's it. And he and he, he didn't he, even hear it. Like it no. wasn't even to him. No. It was somebody recounting to somebody else yeah. the words that he said to yeah. not him. Right. Just about and it, it is right. And at this point, like his political career is not going well. Like he's lost some elections and people and Alexander Hamilton does seem to be winning in his campaign against Burr. Yeah. To take him to make sure that he doesn't get he, any kind of like appointed or um yeah never mind otherwise the fact that political office. as an independent like he didn't even right. run right. with his party with, with his like, party do you think maybe that probably played into it like probably but for whatever Aaron. reason his his he's not doing well politically and so he's grasping at you know the proverbial straw yeah and he's like this is alex alexander hamilton's fault this is his fault and so i'm going to challenge him to a duel because I need, I need my pride. Need my pride. Need my pride. Well, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Let's talk about the duel. On July 11th, 1804, Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr met on the dueling grounds at Weehawken, New Jersey Mm -hmm. to fight the final skirmish of a long-lived political and personal battle. The fact, I don't know how I didn't know that this happened in New Jersey, but it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) It makes a lot of sense. I also, I'm like, where... The sentence, because the sentence reads, they met on the dueling grounds at New, at Weehawken. Weehawken. <laughs> right. I was like, were there specific dueling grounds? Like, were there sure. designated dueling grounds in places around? Or was this, like, at somebody's appointed, like, neutral? Like, where was this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Weehawken. My God. And it just makes it sound so less, so much less distinguished. Hamilton wanted to avoid the duel, but politics left him no choice. Because if he admitted to Burr's charge, which was substantially true, he would lose his honor. And if he refused to duel, the result would be the same. Either way, his political career would be over. So he can't say, yeah, Burr, you're right, because that would make him basically a pariah. And he can't not duel, because that would make him like, a pussy. Right, right, you know, right. Like, if somebody challenges you to a duel, you gotta take the duel. Right. Can't be scared. No. We should look up the rules to a duel. Hold on. So these, this is from PBS. These are the rules to a duel. Just to give us an idea of, like, all the things that they have to go through to get to the point where they're literally shooting at each other. It's quite, there's quite a couple of steps here. So this is from PBS. And it's called... The rules of dueling. The first offense requires the first apology. So they like first the first time you wrong me, you have to give me an apology. If a doubt exists, which is where I think we are, the decision rests with the second. So they both bring a second person along, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like Alexander Hamilton had his guy and Aaron Burr had his guys. And they try to figure it out. 
Right. And then if they can't agree, then we continue on with shooting. So it's right. like they try to resolve it, the two of them. And if they can't, if somebody won't apologize and come to a, like, you know, if the person who's being challenged doesn't satisfy the person who did the challenging, then it moves to the seconds to try to do the same thing. Yeah. And then that's when we get to the two shots. The challenged chooses his ground. So the challenge chooses where and the challenger chooses the distance that they walk. That's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. The seconds load the guns in presence of each other to make sure that there's no, no dilly dallying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when the seconds disagree and they have to go to shooting, it must be at the same time and at right angles with their principles. That's so weird. Oh, because the, the whole thing, you can't shoot. You're not supposed to shoot away. Yeah, you have to shoot like... You have to shoot out. Yeah, yeah. you can't like do fire. You have to go You have to, to go them. at, yeah. That's not. So they went... Th- so it's so interesting. They go through a lot to try to not shoot each other. Right. Like they, they literally their seconds met, they met, they talked mm-hmm. on the grounds, the seconds talked on the grounds, the seconds loaded their pistol. Like this is a whole, this is a whole song and dance. Yeah. Just and to they get did to the point all. where it's like, no, we want to shoot and they only get two shots at each other. We're going to shoot twice at each other. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So they end up shooting each other, obviously. Or they, they shoot at each other. Yeah. They shoot at each other. Now, the account of the duel is a little shaky because since it was illegal, the witnesses had to turn their backs to the duel to give them plausible deniability. That's so, such a little loophole. Yes, I was there, but I wasn't facing it. So I didn't see it. So I didn't do it. I didn't see it. Each fired a shot from the a 56 caliber dueling pistol. Burr was unscathed. Hamilton fell to the ground mortally wounded and yes. ended up dying the next day. He was shot in the stomach. And now here's a little bit more about dueling. So a duel did not require a winner or a loser. In fact, it did not require bloodshed at all. It was all about the, fe- like, it's all about the, like, the act of challenging somebody to a duel. Yeah. It's like the whole, like, uh, um, pageantry of it. Yeah. The mere act of standing on the dueling ground and being willing to die for one's honor sufficed for most. Many duelists throw, threw away their shots, either by shooting into the ground in front of themselves or shooting well above their opponent. Many who engaged in duels often missed their targets on purpose, valuing life over death, but demonstrating that each was willing to die for honor. Hamilton probably did just that. So Hamilton was probably yeah. like, look, I've come here. Right. I've stood up for my honor. I'm willing to die for my honor. Right. And so I'm going to shoot a little high or a little above. Whereas Aaron right. Burr, and this is why I don't like Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr was like, no, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you. Burm. Yeah. Going to shoot you. He, I mean, he hit him in his stomach. Like that. Yeah. That's... No, he literally didn't even try to not shoot him. No, he didn't try. He was just like, boom. Like, straight out, 90 degrees, as per the yeah. rule. But, like, no, nah, he full-on shot Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which then is why everybody gets angry at Burr, because... Yeah. He you went didn't have to against, shoot him. He didn't have to shoot him. But he went... Like, yes, there are rules for dueling, but he went against the unspoken rule of, like, yeah. yo, we don't follow that last rule. Yeah. Especially like, about something like this, right? This isn't somebody who is, like... No. disparaged this, your wife. This isn't no. somebody who is like, 
like killed your father. This is somebody who has just talked some mad shit about you. Right, right. And this you is a killed him. Duel, Every- burr. It's a lot. Everybody's like, this is an overreaction, Aaron. Yes. You shouldn't have killed him. Like, yeah, you brought him out. You did the whole duel thing. We were all behind you then. Yep. But you should have missed. Yep. Mm. Yeah. No. No. So the aftermath was not good for either of them, really. Well, sure. Sure. I mean, honestly, it was better for Hamilton. He has lived on in infamy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, it made him, uh, you know, probably even more of a legend than he already was. I mean, it's kind of, it's yeah. interesting. I wonder if he would have been as memorable if, I mean, we, I, I wonder if we remember his name more because of how he died. I think so. I, I think it definitely plays a part of it. Yeah. But I also think that, like, I mean, he already kind of had a little bit more of a legacy because he literally built the treasury of the United States. I know, but we don't really know. I mean, there are other people who also did, you know, other founding fathers who did similar things that we don't really talk about. You know, like we remember the names of presidents and that kind of things who, you know, but not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it makes I, I agree. I agree. It definitely yeah. jazzes up the story a bit. It does. It does. So let's talk about the aftermath. Let's. Instead of reviving Burr's political career, as he had hoped, the duel helped to end it. People did yeah. not like that he shot Hamilton. Very upsetting. Sure. Burr was charged with two counts of murder. Two counts of murder? Bang, bang. Was he pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Very progressive. Very progressive. Okay. Okay. Two counts go off. Two counts. I mean, maybe it was like, oh, maybe it's like uh, murder, murder, and like, like pre- murder with murder. a deadly weapon. Like, it's not, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, like a, su- a sub of murder that's still murder. Something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. First degree and, and assault. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it worked back in 1804. Yeah. I don't know. After his term as vice president ended, Burr would never hold elected office again. Sure. I mean, yeah. He appeared to relish his role in Hamilton's death, but the duel discredited him with the public, which was a fate that contributed to his involvement in a conspiracy to take Western lands and establish a separate government. (laughs) This is where it all just goes awry for Aaron Burr. He was then tried for treason in 1807, but was acquitted. Yo. Yeah. He's a cat with nine lives when you really think about it. It's like, stop committing crimes. Aaron, stop committing crimes. <laughs> Please stop committing crimes. And it would, like it's so unfortunate because the drama of Aaron Burr and the drama of Alexander Hamilton, they're actually a match made in heaven. Like, can you imagine if these two were friends, what they could have gotten up to? Oh, my God. They literally could have overthrown the government if they had right. like put their intelligence and their emotions and their passion for governing right. and, and combined forces. But they were so right. busy just trying to undermine the other that they never, neither of them ever reached their full potential as no. a leader. <laughs> no. And the sad thing is that, you know, <laughs> Burr tried to establish his own government and take Western lands, but just essentially proving what Hamilton had been saying all along. Like, don't trust this dude. Yeah. Don't trust him. He's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Look, oh 
I I think I think I always was, and I will continue to be on Team Hamilton on this one. Uh-huh. Burr, Burr is a snake in the grass, and um, you know, probably should have gotten some type of consequence for killing Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. And probably shouldn't have been acquitted for treason. I feel like if this isn't treason, oh. just to literally go take Western lands and establish a rival government, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. I don't know what is. But that is our episode on the great duel of Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. What a fun one. What a fun one. Happy July, y'all. Happy July. Happy July, y'all. Stay cool. And in the meantime, we love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, remember to rate, a review, a subscribe. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.